This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 146 of the Catholic Foodie, Beef Stew with a Beta Turbo Dog. Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we're talking about beef stew <laughs> and beer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, I tell you what, the only thing better than um, uh, drinking a beer is cooking with beer, huh? And we're going to do that today here at the Catholic Foodie. We're doing a beef stew, which is very comforting, very filling, and very heartwarming. You know, there's just something about a good beef stew. It's hearty, it's warm, it's comforting, it's filling, it's delicious. It's just comfort food. You know what I'm talking about? Well, we got that coming to you right here today at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. That's right, we're cooking with beer, folks. We're cooking with beer. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. This is exciting. Man, you know, cooking with beer. There there are the jokes, of course, and then there's the delicious reality. <laughs> I came across a, a quote the other day. It says, The mouth of a perfectly contented man is filled with beer. Wow, isn't that great? <laughs> great quote. You know, it comes from... Uh, Ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. Now, I do not translate hieroglyphics. I can't read hieroglyphics, but I read um, Google, and Google says that that's what it says. So, <laughs> isn't that great? Believe it or not, that is, that's what it says. The mouth of a perfectly contented man is filled with beer. You know, it's, it's not that hard to believe, is it? I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good deal. Anyway, uh, you know, I'm sure you've heard the joke uh, I cook with wine all the time. Sometimes I even put it in the food. <laughs> well, I guess we can make the same joke about beer, you know. But if we wanted to get serious for a minute, we would have to wonder why cook with beer at all. I mean, you know, what does it add to the food? Anything? Does it add anything to the food at all? Well, you know, I, I did some research here, and, and uh, I've, I've, I've cooked with beer many times. And I can say that beer brings, definitely brings different flavors to food. You know, you have the bitterness from the hops. You have the sweetness from the malted grains. Um, there's a very distinct roasted flavor, especially from like darker beers. And that's why beer, believe it or not, goes so well with beef. Beers, particularly dark beers, also pair very well with certain vegetables like carrots, potatoes, corn, and onions. So I guess by now you can see why I added beer to this particular beef stew that I'm talking about, right? I mean, we've got vegetables like carrots. Uh, we've got uh, the well, the beef, of course, the carrots, the potatoes, the onions. You know, maybe in this particular recipe I should have put some corn in there too. I, d I did not, but maybe I should have. But anyway, uh, you know, I used a beta turbo dog for this particular recipe. And you know, a turbo dog is is a um, well, it's it's a distinct type of of beer. You know, it, it, dark beers like stout are always good, always good with beef. And uh, you know, I've made many many stews with Guinness before. Guinness is in a it's a it's an Irish stout. Uh, but I wanted to keep things close to home this time, and so you know, even if turbo dog is not a stout, it's not a stout. It's a dark brown ale, but I really wanted to keep it right here local. And since Abita is practically in my backyard, I decided on the Abita Turbo Dog. And Turbo Dog is one word. If you haven't heard it before, 
It's one word. It's probably available in most states in the United States of America. But um, if you've never heard of it before, you know, you're in for a treat. Here's what Abita.com has to say about this deliciously thick and chocolatey brew. You know, Turbo Dog is a dark brown ale brewed with pale caramel and chocolate malts and Williamette hops. This combination gives Turbo Dog its rich body and color and a sweet chocolate toffee-like flavor. Turbo Dog began as a specialty ale but has gained a huge loyal following and has become one of our flagship brews. This ale pairs well with most meats and is great served with hamburgers or sausage. It's a good match with smoked fish and can even stand up to wild game dishes. Turbo Dog is also great for marinating and braising meats and cooking such things as cabbage and greens. Colby, Gloucester, Cheddar, blue cheeses go nicely with Turbo Dog. It's perfect with spicy Louisiana jambalaya or Spanish paella. Some even like it paired with chocolate. I can say I'm I'm in that crowd right there. Me, I like that. <laughs> Pair it with chocolate. It's good. So um, anyway, that, that, that came from abita.com. If you want to check that out, there's links in the show notes over at catholicfoodie.com for this post. Uh, well, beef stew with uh, Abita Turbo Dog Beer is the title. And you'll find links there to abita.com with that, uh, with that write-up on Turbo Dog. So let's talk about this. You know, how are we going to actually make this dish? You know, everything is all, when, when you're in the kitchen at least, it's all about mise en place, right? Mise en place, which is a wonderful little French concept that I've talked about before. And what it basically means is everything in its place. And something like a stew or a, a, a gumbo or even a jambalaya, I mean, something that's just wonderful like the like these, these traditional Louisiana dishes, it's simplicity in a pot. It's all one-pot cooking. I mean, do you realize that most of the, I guess what you would call the traditional or standard Louisiana recipes are all, all, every one of them, one-pot dishes? Why is that? Because people, when this, you know, the Cajuns, the Creoles, all of them, were trying to take advantage of what they had on hand, first of all, and secondly, family was very, very important to them. So they did not just cook a meal for one or two people. It was always a meal to feed a family, a big family. So uh, one-pot cooking is standard, <laughs> standard operating uh, procedures here in, in Louisiana. And so when you're making a stew like this, a beef stew, it's another beautiful thing about it. It's a one-pot wonder, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's simple, too, if you think about it. One-pot cooking is just so simple, and I'm always amazed by the way that so many flavors can come together and make something just wonderfully delicious all in one little old pot. So uh, I've talked about mise en place before. It's a good practice in the kitchen and in life in general, I think. So cooking, is just one, cooking in just one pot makes things so much easier. And I'm going to come back in just a moment with the recipe. I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. 
But I'd like the pie heated, and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side, and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not heated. Uh-huh. I'll have what she's having. All right, so I'm going to give you the not-so-secret secret ingredient here as we start out this recipe for beef stew with uh, a beta turbo dog. The not-so-secret secret, and recipe, uh, secret ingredient is this. <laughs> I've talked about it before on CatholicFoodie.com. Uh, I've talked about it before here on the podcast. But uh, cooking with stock instead of water is incredible. It's just absolutely Incredible. It will make you a hero in front of your family, friends, and neighbors, folks. I'm telling you. Use stock instead of water for most dishes, most most uh, soups and stews and gumbos and all that. Use stock. Over at CatholicFoodie.com, I do have recipes for uh, chicken stock, uh, shrimp stock, and just in a, in a few days, I will post my recipe for uh, beef stock. Now, all these stocks come from bones. Well, with seafood, it comes from the, the shells of, of shrimp, as an example. You can make a stock out of, out of crab shells if you wanted to. Uh, but chicken and beef, those stocks come from bones. So whenever you cook chicken or cook beef and you have bones there, save them. Put them in a Ziploc bag, stick them in the freezer, and just wait until you have enough to make a stock. It's really, really delicious. It's a game changer, folks, I'm telling you. Total game changer when it comes to making soups and stews and, and, and gumbos. So uh, think about that next time you make a, a beef uh, or chicken dish. Save the bones. Please do save the bones. Uh, so anyway, this is what you need for this particular beef stew. Uh, here are the ingredients. You need three tablespoons of olive oil or Coconut oil. Sometimes we use coconut oil because you don't want to use, um, if you're going to fry something, you don't want to fry it in, in uh, extra virgin olive oil because that has a very low smoke point. It, it'll, it'll burn. Uh, you can use regular olive oil or we like to use coconut oil uh, often as a substitute. So uh, you need uh, oil, either olive oil or coconut oil. You need a, a tablespoon of butter, uh, two pounds of stew meat, one or two yellow onions diced, and I'm thinking like medium to large size here, uh, three to five uh, cloves of garlic crushed, one bottle of a beta turbo dog. Now, this is just the turbo dog that goes into the dish, right, into the recipe. This does not count one that you and your spouse or friends or whoever share while you're cooking. This is just one for the recipe. <laughs> and then we have six cups of beef stock, and that recipe is coming very soon to catholicfoodie.com, a tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce, uh, two tablespoons of tomato paste, one can of petite diced tomatoes, about 14 ounces, uh, a half a teaspoon of paprika, half a teaspoon of kosher salt, or to taste, of course. Everything that I give recipe-wise is to taste. So you want more salt? Add more salt. Uh, freshly ground black pepper, a, a, a half teaspoon of cayenne or more, depending on your taste. Uh, one and a half teaspoons of sugar, four whole carrots washed. Get this, unpeeled. Not peeled, unpeeled carrots. Just wash them really, 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 really well. 
You know, oftentimes we we buy carrots or organic carrots, um, so they they don't have chemicals in them, nothing like that. Just kind of make sure you wash them really really well, and you can throw the whole thing in there. No no peeling necessary. Uh, matter of fact, for these carrots, so four of them you want to for the stew, you want to roughly slice them, and then you need ten to twelve small new potatoes, right, the little bitty red potatoes, new potatoes, or you could use small Yukon gold. You want to quarter those and then minced parsley. And that parsley really is for uh, the serving end of things. When you get ready to serve the the bowls, you want to just uh, uh, garnish it with a little minced parsley. So here's the instructions. This is what you do. Heat oil and butter in a large pot over medium-high heat. Brown the stew meat in two batches, set aside, cut into bite-sized pieces in half if necessary, and then uh, add the onions to the pot, stir, saute for four or five minutes until softened, then add crushed garlic, and you know, uh, you may remember this, I use a mortar and pestle to uh, crush the garlic at my house. Uh, You put that in there, you add it, you know, just let it kind of cook for another minute, then you pour in the turbo dog and the beef stock. You add the Worcestershire, the tomato paste, the petite diced tomatoes with the juice that's in the can, the paprika, the salt, the pepper, the cayenne, the sugar. Uh, Add the beef back into the pot, stir it to combine, cover, and simmer for one and a half to two hours. The liquid should cook down if it's too thick or uh, there's not 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 enough liquid. Then add an additional water, uh, like a, a cup, of water or stock as needed, and then just adjust the seasonings as necessary. So you add the carrots and the potatoes, you cover it, and you cook it for about uh, 45 minutes more or until the carrots and potatoes are soft. Uh, if necessary, add water or stock, but do so only a little bit at a time. Uh, toward the end of the cook time, taste it, adjust seasonings as needed, and then when it's done, you serve it in bowls and top it with the min- minced parsley. It is immensely delicious, I'm telling you, folks, you got to. And if you have on hand a French baguette, whew, boy, that goes nicely with it, I'm telling you. You can just uh, heat it up, cut it, slice it thin, and serve that alongside that stew. It is delicious, folks. So that's it right here, The Catholic Foodie. Uh, if you have any questions, comments you'd like to, uh, to make over here at The Catholic Foodie, go ahead and do that. CatholicFoodie.com, you can leave a comment there on this post, or you can give me some voice feedback. Send in some voice feedback. Uh, give me a call, 985-635-4974, 985-635-4974. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you are thinking and what you are cooking and what you are eating. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, 985-635-4974. You can also... Record uh, an MP3 file on your computer or your iPhone or your Android or whatever you have and email that to me at jeff at catholicfoodie.com. That's another way to send me your voice feedback. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. We're going to talk about beef stock. I will share with you my recipe for beef stock. And until then, bon appetit.
SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.